money. Let's talk money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Obviously, this is all about money. Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. (laughs) With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money. With Dave and Reb. From more than enough, real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Well, that's really good because if you weren't ready to talk money, it would be Dave talking about money. I know. And I'm not sure anyone wants to hear. A and he trimmed your beard, so I, I don't know did. if they know who this guy is. I, did. I don't know who this guy is. Uh, well, here it is. I'm the same guy. <laughs> I just don't have the facial hair. I know he, Big he, surprise. He's growing uh, it back for me, though. Just it, FYI. I told Rebecca on my birthday, I said, uh, I got a great surprise for you on my birthday. <laughs> And I shaved my face, and it was not. I squealed. I was like, I really like. I like your facial hair. Yeah. Well, it's coming back. So if you see a little scruff in the YouTube, then you know that. Well, what's Dave forgot to shave today? No, I am growing it back. I just thought. You know, it's summer, and during the summer, I just have a little... Well, actually, it's September 1st I know, but, now. but now it's growing back. Okay, right? yes. So yeah, you're ready during for the During the summer, I was like, ah, you know. <clears throat> and, and to be honest, I'm going to be perfectly honest. You probably aren't, you know, well, don't want me to be this honest, but what prompted it really was we had corn on the cob a number oh, of times in a week. And, uh, well, you know, when you eat corn and cob, it's wonderful, but you get the butter... And when you have <laughs> facial hair, the butter sticks. And I think I washed my face like four times. And that, you know, I'm going to bed and I'm still smelling butter in my facial hair. And well, I was like, thanks okay, for enough. sharing that so, detail. You know, Too much information this so morning. So, I went through all August and the summer <laughs> able to eat corn on the cob and not enjoy it there you, you go know, later on well later. that's perfect yeah. great yes okay now <laughs> if you want to listen to the show which is other shows that have been on for almost seven years mm-hmm. november is seven years of podcasting with chri um you can go to notmine.ca chri.ca or more than enough.ca at more than enough.ca you'll also find blogs resources tips um, links to the financial fitness seminar you can just get information there pass it along to friends that you have that might be in some economic turmoil and need some encouragement um there you go so go there and yeah. today our um more than enough our coaching business that we run is sponsoring today's show so thanks to more than enough financial thank you dave for sponsoring the show and don't forget to go to youtube again uh, i know i know that you know for sure we can go to the website and and there's stuff there but we have um some resources on the youtube channel let's talk money with dave and reb is where you search for the youtube channel and and you'll find the financial fitness seminar kind of broken up you'll find other podcasts you'll find some some other well if you want to learn about my book that I wrote that is now it's almost been two it'll be two years this mm-hmm. Christmas that'll be out so um, it's still a great resource and a daily guide for financial says, health and says wellness. the author <laughs> that's what it's there for I didn't write it just because I want to write a book mm-hmm. I wrote it for people to read and use as a practical help in their relationship with the Lord and trusting him in their money stories so and this is a little bit of a teaser Coming this fall or early in 2025, no, 2024, you'll be able to um, watch a video series Mm -hmm. that I have done with my publisher, Yaris Publishing, 
And it comes with a guide. You can do it yourself or with your church group or with your community. So just listen for that. We'll probably do a show about that when that comes out. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, yeah, all, that's good. in the works. I did not do that for myself either. It's mm-hmm. a lot of work. So I did it for you guys. So anyway. Thanks, Reb. Okay. I here. appreciate all the work that you've <laughs> done for us. Thanks. Second so. um, Corinthians 4 says, it's a great passage. The whole passage, you should go read it. But I'm going to take just the nuggets of the last few things. Therefore, we don't lose heart, though outwardly we're wasting away, yet inwardly we're being renewed day by day. Now, hopefully, that's a renewing in Christ you're taking day by day. Um, I put that, says Reb's little sidebar in there. Mm -hmm. Um, For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So, we fix our eyes on what is not seen uh, so we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. In other words, we're fixing our eyes on Christ. We're fixing our ki- eyes on kingdom purposes and kingdom ways. And they're not something you can knock on. You mm. can grab a hold with your hands. They're spiritual. It's mysterious. It's the Lord's love and kindness. They're these things that, that are ethereal in some ways. We grab on and fix our eyes on those things in these times when we're being challenged in our pocketbooks, quite frankly. Mm. Um, we just cr- read a crazy stat. Our daughter came to us. She's on Reddit. If any of that generation listens to this podcast, you know what Reddit is. Um, she's like, Mom, the credit card debt in the U.S. hit $1 trillion the first time in history on August 8th or 9th, it was. So, I'm like, $1 trillion. So, then Dave goes and shows our younger daughter what $1 trillion looks like Uh and it's, uh, I mean, uh, again, <laughs> it's, I could describe it in words, but your best bet is to go to YouTube and actually just look at the visual. Just punch in, what does a trillion dollars look like? There's a number of visuals, but essentially it's about three football fields full of double stacked pallets. So if you can visualize a pallet, double stacked, so eight feet high, filled with $100 bills for Basically, three football fields all side by side. That's about the picture of what a trillion dollars looks like. And, and that's the debt the U.S. is carrying on their more credit important? cards. What's more, I, I think what's important to, to note is, is that, uh, you know, there's a tipping point where, you know, in a sense, and, and this is, speaks to the verses that, that we're talking about, in, you know, in light of the natural, uh, to pay back the trillion dollars for, for the U.S. economy, that's going to take a lot of work, a lot of intentional with a lot of people to say, I want to get rid of my credit card debt and I'm going to do something about it. And uh, because the, the snowball is now really, really working rolling. against those yep. people who have credit card. And, and so, you know, bringing that right down to you and I and, and how can we respond to that? Um, you know, the message is the same message we spoke over the last 15 years as we've been, uh, speaking and, and doing more than enough is, is, is that the, the burden of debt, the weight of debt now, uh, well, 
just grows and, and it, it works against you unless you turn and work, uh, and, and say, I'm, I'm going to get rid of this. And it does speak to, uh, these verses that you read, Reb, to say, don't lose heart. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, that's a, that's a, you look at a trillion dollars and you can go, well, what the heck? I'm just going to go shopping. Uh, because the reality is, is there's, there's no way that we're going to ever pay that back. I mean, that, well, that's- and it's interesting because the Washington Post article that I, mm-hmm. I was reading about it, actually, well, I have it up here. Um, they say that the Americans have actually been not too bad about paying off their credit card debt, like over, like historically. So it hasn't been a worry, but now with some of the troubles with the interest rates going higher, and then they have resumed their student payment loan uh, repayment plan now. So there's other debts that now have to come into play that, that households are paying. Mm -hmm. It's going to affect how they're paying of their ability to pay off their credit cards. It's just really interesting. It's never isolated. Like this is what is really interesting. It's never just your, your one credit card, your visa, it's other things that are happening. And it's, it's actually affecting what Dave and I have been reading a little bit about lately is financial resiliency. Mm -hmm. Canada has what's called the Financial Resiliency Index, and they monitor based on nine different things. You know, we won't go into all those details. You can go look it up if you want. Um, that Canadians, of course, we're, we're not talking about America anymore. We're talking about Canada. Right. How How is that affecting um, our resiliency? How are all of these things? And sometimes, you know, when I was reading it, I'm like, oh man, our, our, fi- our ability to pay down debt because resiliency really means is, is our ability to withstand life events that can impact our income and assets. So sometimes life just happens. It's not just about us having a visa bill with a high, mm-hmm. high, um, amount interest rate, interest rate or, or, or amount yeah. on it it's like well you lose your job or um someone gets sick or um i met a man recently who decided to be a um a waiter his whole life he'd worked for cra and after a year and a half hated it he's been a waiter for like 40 years of his life still mm-hmm. works works at that and his wife got parkinson's yeah. and what it, and th- and I would, his I, shift I would just comment though that yeah. that uh, you know, in a lot of the clients that we serve and that we, we see it more than enough, um, you know, when we talk about credit card debt, often people will gravitate towards the, well, you just buying stuff that you don't need, yes. right? And, yep. and the reality yep. is, is that most of the debt stress that we see, and I I, I can't give you a statistic and I, and I hesitate to do that, but but the the majority of debt that we see comes from unexpected life events and then Um, not having the prep done in beforehand to have the savings that helps cushion that and sometimes you do and you just you don't have enough because the trouble lasts longer so this gentleman like i just wanted to finish that story Mm -hmm. he he ended up his career as a waiter then suited their lifestyle because he'd have to help his wife Mm -hmm. and and he could work different shifts based on what her needs were and he still able to do that and he had to make decisions around that because something happened to shift his life circumstances Mm -hmm. and that's what you know i look at i think oh do people need to be guilty about financial resiliency Mm -hmm. well sometimes we spend money we shouldn't but sometimes our 
life is happening to us and our ability to withstand those changes is limited. And it's just getting harder for Canadians right now to do that for all kinds of reasons. Yeah. And, and, and again, I think the, the, you know, the practical aspect of this is, is just to say, you know, I, what can I do? Uh, you've heard me say this. If you've listened to the podcast, you've probably heard me say this hundreds of times, but there are things that we can affect. And those are the things that, that in a sense are, are a responsibility to affect. So, you know, if there's a, um, you know, if there's a, uh, something that's going to interrupt your work, then you, you know, again, how do I navigate that? And, and the quicker we can respond to those events, whatever that looks like. And, and this is why emergency cushion as a practical event gives us that time to respond. So mm-hmm. I break a leg. Um, it's not a really big deal in my career. I sit at a desk all day long, right? <laughs> so, okay, I might have to take a day off or two days off, or I might have some extra doctor's appointments. But to be honest, I can navigate that, and and it probably won't even allow uh, impact my uh, finance or my finances all that much. So that's an event that may interrupt, but doesn't really. Um, Reb, you getting sick and me having to care for you because you you can't care for, like your example, well, that may have a, a significant impact on the short term. You know, do I have to take care of you uh, and, and I cannot work for a number of weeks? And what does that look like? Well, that's where our emergency cushion and preparing that now during the season when we're working is why we talk about it so much and well, why it's and so important. One of the things we're going to talk about in a mm-hmm. minute is saving and the importance of saving and why save, even in a time when it's challenging right now to make a plan to do some saving, mm-hmm. to pay down debt, but also to build that those emergency cushions for those um, inevitable surprises that life throws. But before we go there, I want to remind us in this conversation, when we are talking about financial resiliency, a trillion dollars, all these numbers that, you know, Dave and I are hesitate even to throw out there about where Canadians are at. You can Google it. You know, we are not to lose heart because we, if, if, and, and the conversation we're going to have, um, Next week with, with our friend Ray Borg mm-hmm. is a really encouraging one about just pressing into the Lord and, and finding out what he says is important. Mm-hmm. We go to the Lord to gain encouragement and strength in these seasons. Well, I love, I love what you read. So second Corinthians four, verse 16. I don't know if you mentioned verse 16, but you know, it says, therefore we don't lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed Renewed day day by day. day. And, and, you know, Paul nails it on the head here in in our current culture. We can take these and we can, you can read uh, in a sense, whenever there's a therefore, you know that there's some stuff previous (laughs) to that that Paul's been talking about. But the the idea here is, is Paul's encouraging to say, don't lose heart because guess what? This is the way of the world. It, it does waste away. Our bodies do get old and we do, uh, you know, that is, is in a sense the natural, but be encouraged because that is not the supernatural. 
what goes on in our heart and what is happening in our heart is as time goes by, as we draw closer to the Father and as we mm -hmm. draw closer to Him in, in how we think and how we act, that what happens on the inside, we gain more peace, we gain more grace, we mm -hmm. gain more ki kindness, we have a more generous spirit. These things happen because we are drawing closer to the Lord, even though on the outside, we may be wasting away. Well, and it's then says, so set your eyes on what is not seen, mm -hmm. um, not on the material, but set your eyes and fix your eyes on Jesus. I always think about Hebrews uh, 12 when it says that. But I do want to say. Wanna, I want to read this though, because okay. verse 17 in this, <laughs> in this uh, version is just cool. So. Uh, in verse 17 of 2 Corinthians 4, it says, Our temporary minor problems are producing an eternal stockpile of glory for us that is beyond all comparison. <laughs> we don't focus on the things that can be seen, but on the things that can't be seen. The things that can be, uh, can be seen don't last. But the things that can't be seen are eternal. It's just a different way of saying it, but I, I just love that eternal stockpile and how hard <laughs> is it like it is incredibly hard to to turn our eyes to the the unseen things to stockpile kindness to stockpile generosity to stockpile love to stockpile grace i mean you know you go oh, my body's wasting away i'm i'm in debt my credit card bills going up but I feel like I, I've got this stockpile of grace that, that I, and, and, and joy. And, and so, yeah. you know, the two aren't compatible and, and we, we can't neglect the, the, the burden and the weight and the, the distress that, that sometimes that carries. But also we can live in the place to say, I know that that's passing away. And, and in a sense, I, I do want to focus my attention on the things that are eternal. Um, I think I think that's what. Paul well, and you know, I'm laughing. There. I'm kind of laughing because some of the ideas in the practical that mm -hmm. we're we were thinking about about this show in in context of these verses and our resiliency and mm -hmm. um, you can go listen to another podcast I'm going to have in the show notes. We had a friend, Rebecca Southerns from Sage Solutions, who talked about adaptability mm -hmm. and resiliency mm -hmm. in this and in the season of COVID, but it applies now. So I'm going to put that in the show notes. So you can get some encouragement there. But I was thinking, man, we didn't talk at all about practical, like how to get ready for school, how mm -hmm. to, you know, we're always right. telling families, September's coming, you know, decide what your kids are going to be involved in, set aside money all year long for this. And then, so then I said, Dave, we missed that topic mm. for the, the radio show this year. And he goes, yeah, but Christmas is coming. <laughs> Black Friday's coming. So that's the title the, of the show. Christmas, Christmas is, is coming. coming. <laughs> well, you know? Um, you know, I actually like the eternal stockpile. I think we're going to use that instead. But what are we stockpiling? You know, we do have to plan and put some money aside. If mm. Christmas gifts are important to express a love of God to others in your life, um, then how much, how do you do that? It just takes planning and and setting aside that money, putting it in a spending plan. And one of the things we were talking about how to, you know, to live in these days to encourage you. We've said it before. We've probably said it all year. So we're saying it here again, knowing that some of these events are coming. Maybe you have a wedding. Maybe there's a baby coming in your mm -hmm. life. Maybe you've got some showers and you've got parties, some significant birth 
uh, miles, like um, birthday milestones for people. You know, there's there's money that goes into all of those things. It takes planning and setting aside. Mm. Plan, know what you're going to be um, running up against in the next few months because you know Christmas is coming. This mm. is not a surprise. It's not an emergency. How are you preparing for that? Make some decisions. You maybe not be able to spend what you have in other years because your mortgage is higher. Maybe gas is higher for you. Mm. Make a plan and have a discussion as a family and say, you know what? We just can't do that this year. Maybe you're going to pick names with you and your kids. Instead of buying everybody a gift, you pick names instead. Mm. Maybe you decide to do to donate all your money and just have a you know our kids are talking to us about what if we all bring a a um a game we love and also bring a dish of food we want to um, cook together and we spend a day celebrating at Christmas instead mm-hmm. of spending money on presents that you know maybe aren't significant for some of them anymore I'm like well that's a great idea so. There's so many ideas you can celebrate without having to spend the cash. You just have to make a plan, stick to it, and talk about it. Yeah. And, really and I, simple, and, you know. And again, I, I, but I, I think the, you know, there's that tension between, and, and again, this is, this is the, the, the running in of the, what goes on in the, in the inside, in our inside, and what goes on in the outside. And, and I think, you know, Paul, again, is just encouraging us to, to recognize that, you know, and, and you, I like what your example you said, you know, is, is when we're spending time as a family together and we're planning to just be together, mm-hmm. that to me speaks of what's going on in the inside. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're actually feeding the love and, and we're, we're building that up together as a family. Um, and it doesn't have to cost outside money. No, that, it doesn't. Because, right? I, I mean, you're going to spend money on some dishes to eat at Christmas. So why not just do something unique and do it together and cook together? Like, I mean, that's just maybe a silly example for all of you who are listening. But I, it's the idea of getting, generating ideas so that you aren't stuck in, in the stress mm-hmm. of spending money that you may not have. And one of the things that, one of the words that came to me in preparing for the show today was the words, slow down. Mm. So in my spiritual practices, the things that I do with Jesus, um, there are seasons that I just feel like I'm frantically going around, like maybe a little bit like Martha was, you know, you know, just cooking and nobody appreciates it. And you're picking on Martha. Yeah. Picking on Martha, but you're, you know, you're stressed and all of those things. And the Lord just says, slow down. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I, um, get in my car and I drive the speed limit to practice slowing down. Sometimes I go on the longest line at the grocery store and I tell people this and they're like, why would you do that? I said, because I need to slow down my body to align with the spirit of God because his pace is different than mine. Sometimes you have to go fast, Mm -hmm. but in terms of money and spending and with, um, Black Friday coming, you know, you can be slowing, you can go to Black Friday and do the deals because it got good deals, but slow down and actually ask yourself, do I need this? Who is this for? 
What am I planning to spend? And you do, uh, and as you slow down the pace, you'll think, oh, well, maybe I actually don't need it. And I think sometimes if we slow down our decision making process, because this came out in one of our seminars with some mm-hmm. couples recently, oh, that slowing down is really helpful because sometimes we rush in. We say, oh, God's saying this to me. We literally haven't just stopped and said, taken that deep breath and said, mm-hmm. is this really important? Do I actually have the money? What is this going to cost me in interest if I put it on my credit card? Like slowing down is a super great, valuable, practical tool, spiritually and financially. For sure, right? And and um, what we do know about the culture we're in, that it takes intentional. Yes. Like it takes an intentional part of you to say, I am going to slow down because everything, uh, in a sense, from a marketing, walking in the grocery store, whatever it is, like all of that is really designed to make, to to get you to make that spontaneous decision. Um, because, you know, from a marketing standpoint, they know that if you don't, if you don't make it within right now, if you don't make that decision right now to buy, you're not likely to buy. You're not going to come back to the store. And so they know that that's human nature. Right. And there's lots of, but for us to use that and say, well, I'm actually going to slow down and, and that gives me time to process whether I make that decision. Well, and it ties into the verses we talked about. Mm-hmm. You slow down to see the eternal. Yeah. Because in the immediate, when we're rushing into things, we're actually not thinking about the eternal things. We're not thinking of whether Jesus is walking with us. Mm-hmm. Like we're just got to get the job done. And we got to buy that. Yeah. Nachos, I just right? want, yeah. or, or, or like for me, like, oh man, I've worked all week. I'm so tired. Let's just order in mm-hmm. instead of slowing down and saying, well, what's actually in my cupboard I, mm-hmm. and we can cook it together. Like it's just slowing down is so practical and that slowing down helps us prepare for what's coming like Christmas or, you know, your a hockey tournament that's coming in January, you know, you're going to be gone for f- three or four days with your kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's expensive. How are you preparing for that? Slow down and think about it. Slow down and talk about it. Slow down and make a plan. Prepare. And and some of those are tough decisions around, do I, you know, what, it, what do I commit to that I know is going to cost me money down the road? And again, this speaks to what we're talking about. Yeah. Sometimes it's the, you got to decide right now. And, and we just don't have or take the time to really process Okay, I want to put my kids in hockey, so I use that as the example. And there's a, a registration fee, whatever it is. Okay, great. Oh yeah, but now they've grown, grown. So all their hockey gear that was last year mm-hmm. doesn't fit them this year. Oh, didn't think of that expense. Oh, wait a minute. There's three tournaments that last year we had one, or the year before we didn't have any because you know COVID got in the middle. So then all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute. What what is a decision? Do I put my kids in hockey? made quickly without considering all of these other things that are coming up. And I use that as an example, but that happens quite often that we make a decision. We say, I can afford this initial, but I didn't think through all of the others. And, and we only have a couple minutes. So just to reiterate, slow down, slow down, give yourself the grace to, to, to go, I need to slow down and, and maybe talk this through, think this through, uh, and, and, you know, talk to other, um, other people that are involved in, in that to say, 
well, what, what is the, the true cost here? I, I really want to know what the true cost is because that's going to have an impact going forward. Uh, yeah, and that's part of planning mm-hmm. and preparing, mm-hmm. slowing down. So, Lord, thank you so much um, that you call us to slow down and to um, make a plan and prepare and to tune ourselves into what is not seen, and that is you and your kingdom purpose. Lord, will you give us ears to hear you as we slow down and eyes to see what you're doing, and then um, really rest in the fact that you'll help us um, in the months ahead as Things come up in our lives that um, you have wisdom for us for, and we just thank you for that today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Reb. Thanks. Thanks for sponsoring the show more than enough. My pleasure. (laughs) And thank you for listening. And join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.